You know them. You love them. You cannot fucking live without them. Fish be on the base. Hi, Fish B. I got a funny story about Fish be on the airplane if we have time. Hopefully we do, but you know, it's right there in the title. I only have 15 minutes. Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back. Glad you're here. Uh, I did it. I really did it. And by did it, I mean take an airplane uh, to Salt Lake City and then get on another airplane that went to Orlando and then, and then leave the airport and then get to where I'm supposed to be. So, so by that, I mean that I did it, which is a, a huge thrill for everyone involved. Like I said, I got that story about fish be on the plane if we got time. But I was just watching the hurricane coverage like everyone else in Florida on CNN. You know, you want to fit in, so I'm watching CNN. And uh, like literally within the half hour, they had Don Lemon. Yes, the Don Lemon. They, <laughs> reporters are scattered all over Florida, but Don Lemon, lucky me, maybe I'll, maybe I'll see him later at uh, some kind of a what? No, I get, everything's fucking closed. There's no chance I'll see Lemon later. Damn it! So, like, within the last half hour on CNN, Don Lemon is commenting on the fact that, you know, he's in Orlando and the storm is headed straight over here and it's potentially, like, one of the worst storms, if not the worst storm, Orlando has ever had, so do I know how to time it, or do I know how to time it? I don't even think I can get liquor delivered. I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in a real bind. There's no, no fucking liquor delivery. I think they closed the goddamn roads. But Don Lemon was talking, and, and, and he says very casual, like very matter-of-fact, and this just proves like how at times elitist and completely out of touch like the media is. Don Lemon says very casually, as you know, and he's talking about Orlando, like, because everyone knows Orlando. He's like, as you know, because you've been to Orlando for, for Disney or Universal, for the theme parks. And I'm thinking to myself, as people know, I'm like, sure. I mean, they have millions of visitors a year, but that's from around the world. And yeah, lots of people have been to Disney World and lots of people have been to Universal. I believe there's also a great biblical theme park that I forget the name of, but I'm sure that's also a big attraction for people that drive here. Um, it's so fucking expensive to go to Disney or Universal. Like, if you have a two-parent household and, and three kids... If you want to come for five days, that's like a ten, twelve thousand dollar vacation. Ninety-five percent, if not more, of American families certainly haven't been to Disney World or Universal. It just kind of, it just kind of shows how out of touch. I happen to be watching. Uh, you've heard me mention before that uh, that I love sports, but I don't like. I don't like it enough, and I don't gamble to, to, listen to, to listen to sports talk radio. But I do like Colin Cowherd. I do, I do like what... And uh, the reason I do, uh, amongst others, is, is he does a show about sports, but he really does a show about life through the prism of sports. And he used to have a, uh, a newswoman slash kind of co-anchor 
that I really like their chemistry, and, and she's gone on to bigger and better things. But he was talking about just how out of touch people in the media are. And he said something that, that really kind of gave me a wow. Because I worked in media for a long time, and I, and I know lots of media people and kind of know what it's like to go out to lunch or dinner with a group of people that, that work in media. And when you do, like, you know a lot of vegans, you, it, which is also just kind of a, an elitist thing, right? Being a vegan. And if you are, that's great. If you're not, that's great. I'm, I'm not making a, certainly not making a moral judgment one way or the other. But if you work in media, even if you go out to dinner with like eight people, like two of them, maybe three are probably fucking vegan, just, just as an example. Like the United States as a percentage, like what percentage of people are vegan in the United States? 0.5%. So the media can be elitist. They, they can be out of touch. And Don Lemon talking as if, like, Disney World is, is someplace that, you know, like every American family goes, because, you know, how many years has he worked at CNN? Like, how much? Like, dude's been making a lot of money for a long time. 41 days until the midterms. Or maybe 40, I'm not quite sure. It's funny, I, like, I, I kind of lost track of exactly how many days, so I did what a normal podcaster would do, and I asked Surrey, and I went to three websites, and, and some said 40, some said 41. I tried counting it myself, but then I wasn't sure. I don't do numbers, but there's either 40 or 41 days till the midterms. We'll, we'll know when we're like a week away precisely how close we are, but for today, we're at 40 or 41. And you know I've been talking for a while how I think the smartest historically and the smartest political thing Joe Biden can do, and he can't even hint to it now, it has to be a total surprise, but he announces his resignment, is that what it's called? He announces that he's going to resign effectively in the new year when the new Congress gets sworn in in January, whatever. But the day after the midterms, he announces that, that he resigns and Kamala's going to take over in January. don't know if that's going to happen or not. I think it should, and, and I actually think it really might. I, I would put the odds at about 25, 30%. I'll let you, is that, that's what it is today, 40 or 41 days away. I'm like one out of four, one out of three, maybe. But here's another reason why he should. From the holy fucking fuck nuts Joe Biden file, apparently he... he He's doing a rally in Indiana. And I can't remember the woman's name off the top of my head, and I do not mean any disrespect to this former representative. But there's this rep from, from Indiana. Her name was Jackie something. And, and, and like a month ago, she died in a, in, in a horrific, just horrific, just tragic, obviously, car accident. Like multiple people died. And Biden is giving this speech in Indiana, and he's shouting out, you know, multiple politicians that are there, and then he gets to, and shouts out Jackie, 
And not only does he shout out Jackie, then he goes, where's Jackie? Like waiting for Jackie, who died a month ago, waiting for her to stand up. And he's got his hand over his eyes, you know, like he's looking, scouring the crowd. Holy fuck, Joe. Where's Jackie? That's bad. And trust me, I know bad. It's an area of expertise of mine, of bad. I know when things turn out bad. That, uh, that's right there. That is, uh, that is in it. One other piece of good news I saw today, and honestly, today has been frantic. I slept at my daughter's last night, and then if I was going to get a rental car, I had to get there by one, and then they, and then they just canceled it all together. And try to take an Uber to the hotel. You can't get an Uber. Like everything's fucking shut down in Orlando. So I'm just kind of locked down where I am. But I did see this. And this affects some of us. It, it affects me because I have to go to, uh, to a, uh, a McMedicine joint to get my prescriptions. So it's like, it's like a pharmacy, a doctor's office, and a dentist, like, like all in one place in this little small building where I live. But to go in there, like just to go inside, you have to put on a mask. And even when I go to my psych office, like once a week, because it's a it's a medical facility, even though it's a psych office, uh, you have to put on your mask in the waiting room, and then you can take them off when you're with your doctor, which is fucking ridiculous at this point. Uh, the CDC. Uh, has finally told healthcare facilities they don't have to do that. It'll be optional. It'll be up to the facility, and, and I suppose states can step in. But this whole COVID thing, the, the story of it is no one that can be held accountable wants to make any decision. Like, like suddenly, uh, these people that in theory are put in positions of power for their ability to make decisions with time, for time specifically when decisions need to be made. Uh, suddenly when the, the subject is, you know, couldn't be more important, uh, they could, they just love to defer. They just, you know, kick that one around. I, I don't know, you know. Sure, it makes sense for the mask to come off, but who am I to say? I, I'm not an epidemiologist. What are the, I'm just going with the current CDC guidelines, whatever those are. People want to get mad at Tony Fauci or... Walensky and all these different people. How about you get mad at the local people who were too fucking scared to make any decision, to, to just do anything? So just, we're going to defer. I'm going to defer to Don Lemon. Because Don Lemon's America, where just about everybody has been to Disney World or Universal. My kids have been to both, but, but, but they have giant families and family members that work there. You, you get all kinds of different kind of passes and things like that, you know, and they don't have to, they don't have to fly or hotel or eat. They can, just, they can just go to the park. I've never been. Fucking never been to Disney World. Someday. I'll get a beer in Epcot. People say me tell me I should go to Epcot and get a beer. Oh, I definitely have time for the funny story about uh, about Fish B if uh, if I do it fast. So yesterday, Fish B and I are departing from the Spokangeles Airport, which is 
another class act all the way around. You, you couldn't ask for uh, a nicer airport in Spokane. Has nothing on Reno. Where the pod, when you fly to the Podcast Hall of Fame in Reno, you, you land in a place that, that, that feels glamorous. You know, it feels like Reno. Uh, Spokane Airport, not so much. So the way we fly, because Fishbee is like a famous podcast bass player, and I'm just a douchebag. Um, so Fishbee is like always one. I never even see him get on, but Fishbee is always one of the first people on the plane because he's in first class and he wants to get his, he wants to get his cocktail. And I'm always, I always kind of pride myself because it's real hard and real painful for me to sit down for 10 minutes, let alone two, three hours for a fucking plane flight. So I always tell the, uh, whoever, whoever the, the, the agent at the, at, at the gate is, I'm like, hey, I will stay within line of sight. Don't close the door without me. I pride myself on being like the last possible person at the last possible minute. And they're always cool with that. So that's what we do yesterday. Yesterday I get on. And Fish B's like right there, like, like right when I turn the corner, like, like on the plane, like after you get in the door. He's like right there in like the first seat, like to my left. I'm like, hey, Fish B, what's up? And I, I reach out my hand to give Fish B a pound. Won't even look at me. Won't even acknowledge me. Won't even, he thought, and I just look at him. And I just stand there for like 10 and then 15 and then 20 seconds go by. And there I am like fucking it. Just, you know, I look like I'm doing, you know, some kind of, some kind of gang sign that no one on the plane is, has heard of it. Or, or, or I'm like doing a world's slowest motion punch towards fish being first class there. And, uh, and not only does Fishby not acknowledge me, uh, 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 finally, uh, one of the uh, flight attendants says, sir, I'm going to need you to move on. Like, that's my, sir, do you know this man? She, she didn't ask, but she just, real nice, Fishby, real nice. I appreciate you coming to, uh, appreciate you coming to Florida. <laughs> at, least, at least we got double beds. We got double beds, so fish feel will be good. Uh, uh, back Minata from the front lines of Hurricane and I'll be out there looking for wind, water, and Don Lemon and whiskey. Till Minata, say adios, fish be.